Balls are back. Yeah, they had us the first half. I'm not going to lie. Oh, could be Wayne. I think I got my swagger back. Oh, oh. I love it, baby. Them orange britches. Something about them orange britches. We just won a basketball game and we're very happy right now. You found a way, okay? Alright, now, what I tell you, okay? Alright, this decade is gonna be the decade of the balls. You got it? Reddit did to do and welcome into more important issues. It is Wednesday, July 22nd. We're ready to go. I'm fired up. I got my swagger back. I got my swagger back. (laughs) That's absolutely right. We're back for another, 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 another great episode. Um, It's always good to be back. Man in the man cave. Here on Twitter, on YouTube. It's nice. Um, I'm on Twitter. I'm on YouTube. Landon's on Facebook. If you guys got any questions, drop, go ahead and drop them in here. Go ahead and start getting them in. We'll, we'll start answering them. Uh, Justin's just already said hello from Oklahoma. What's up, Justin? He say, he's warming up the, the spot for us <laughs> from right. <there> Norman. <laughs> we'll, we'll be there in September, um, even if there's no fans. I, okay, did you see the uh, – I think it was a like a Serbian <laughs> soccer club or something like that. So they had to host games without fans, mm-hmm. and they rented cranes. Like a bunch of them rented – I saw that. Uh, well, not cranes, like scissor lifts. Yeah. And uh, just – I think that's what we should do. Yeah, I was thinking like in you know those like police boxes in like mall parking lots, you could do that. Are there people in those boxes? I don't know, but maybe <laughs> you could fit a couple. That's yeah. I mean, it, it would be like a, a box in Neyland. It probably doesn't follow the social distance guidelines, but I'm in. Yeah, count me in. Sure. Um, there are enough crane. Good news. We when we travel, we'll have to rent. But there's enough cranes around UT Stadium right now that we don't we don't have to rent. Yeah, we they're, couldn't they're find there. any a couple years ago, but now they're all over. <laughs> <laughs> That's absolutely right. That's what we're doing. That's how we're, that's how we're that's how we're watching football this season. Um, we have to watch it live. Uh, Landon's already said we're tailgating. Yeah, we're tailgating. So it, I'm that's tailgating. happening. That's happening. We're going to preview Alabama today, guys. So we're also talking about man. What about all these Vols getting uh, getting on a ward watch list? That does that scare you? <laughs> yeah, all of it scares me. I mean, even if we like had all five stars ranked number one in the country, I mean that's. That's scary. If we have no expectations, that's scary. It's all that's, scary. That's true. That the no <laughs> expectations might be scarier than the right. expectations. Yeah. Uh, but we we are going to talk about some of those preseason awards. Did I give Smaglia a new name today? What did you say? Swaglia. Swaglia. I like it. I mean, that dude has more swag than anybody on the team. You can't convince me otherwise. Uh, Trey Smith of the Cowboy Hat's pretty swag. Yeah. That's so, pretty swag. But uh, any kicker that's willing to fight a D one defensive lineman. He's gold swag. in my book. Yeah, gold in my book. Yeah, I guess like he didn't get his swagger back because it never left. It never, it's never, yeah, it's, it's never left. Um, then we're gonna talk about some recruiting news. Uh, Tennessee basketball back on campus. You love to see it. John Fulkerson rocking some facial hair. Did he hit puberty while he was gone? I feel like every year he's got something new about it. <laughs> the long hair is back. He cut his hair now. It's not as long as it was before, but. Well then, he's it, got yeah, some like Taylor's headband, John, and yeah, yeah, he's always got something going on, right? He's keeping everybody on their toes. All I like it, I like it. Yeah, I, and at that rate, Cal's never going to be able to guard him. No, he's he's uh, trembling in his 
in his socks right now. Not exactly. Then we've got some uh, talking about the hype. Actually, gonna talk about it a little bit. I'm, I don't know how. The, I don't. I don't know. It makes me nervous. Yep. And then we're gonna talk about the most popular thing to talk about on Vol Twitter: the interview, as Landon has labeled it. Uh, we actually had Chris Weather on here a few weeks ago for uh, an episode of Vol Tales, and um, really enjoyed talking with him. Great talk about his experience at UT and, and how he got there and what he's doing now. Uh, a lot going, you know, it, it was good to talk to him. I, I don't have anything personal against him. He, the conversations I've had with him seems like a great dude. Yeah. Um, and any of this that I say today definitely won't change that because um, you can disagree with people and still like them yeah. uh, where people may not have you believe that or believe that. And, and some things I'm glad he said because um, like a bunch of people have said it's stuff people want to know that's going on in the program. So I yeah. don't have any problem with it. Yeah, I'm kind of indifferent about some of the stuff. Exactly. Yeah, indifferent's probably the right word for a lot of it yep. um, for me. Uh, then we've got some questions, but like I said, uh, if you didn't get your question in in time, no fear. Go ahead and drop them in the chat anytime. We'll answer them. Maybe not right away. Uh, some of them we'll get to right away, but it, it, maybe we're going to talk about them here in just a minute. So just hang on with us, and, and then if we don't get to them uh, before this, this segment of questions, we will get to them. Don't worry about that. So yep. uh, make, make sure you just hang on. Um, and, and then we got some segments and a new segment. New segment. I like it. I'm excited. I'm pumped. I'm pumped excited. for the new segment. Um, I got a picture to go along with it, and I think there's enough pictures of this that I can do a new one each time we do the segment. So that's the good news. Oh yeah, like I, I literally just typed in a random date and it popped up. <laughs> oh, I did used. you like? I guess, yeah, I guess you could go back weeks. Um, but I think going forward, I'll explain it. Well, I'll explain when we get to it. Okay. Let's uh, before we jump into the show though, Landon's gonna tell you guys about a few sponsors. Um, before he does that though, go to volunteerroadshow.com tonight. Sign up for an account. Uh, Bobby Catfish has already started giving away stuff, so make sure you go sign up so you can get entered into some drawings to win some free gear, um, free money, whatever it may be. Yeah. Go check out our sponsors, Hound Dogs and Tennessee Tap House. Go do some Vols gear. You yep. can't you can't enter into 2020 and not have new Vols gear. So go do that. Um, check out Tennessee Tap House. They got a great selection there, a great hangout place, um, and they're safe. Yeah. Got to be safe, but <laughs> great place to hang out. So go do that. Um, like Caleb said, go uh, or, or create that account. Also, like this. Like it, share it, mm-hmm. um, retweet it, get it out there a little bit, get people um, involved. We like interacting with everybody, so go do that. We also have a question. David Newcomb um, said, will we get Kennedy Chandler on the basketball team? It's looking like it. I, I, <clears throat> the guys who claim to be experts are saying yeah. Yeah. So, so I mean, that's good news. Right. Yeah. I think, I think seven, seven crystal balls? Is that right? Yeah. It's up to seven. <clears throat> yeah, I think that's him moving to Kansas and away from Memphis, that kind of puts me at ease a little bit. Right. Um, and then his top ten, it, it's not like Kansas is in his top. So, right. Um, I, I think that, that helps. And um, you know, Tennessee's right in the thick of things. Yeah. For, oh, for sure. I feel good about it. I mean, we'll see. It, <clears throat> you never know until they put pen to paper. Honestly, he can even commit. And I'm, I'm not necessarily bought, you know, bought into it yet. Yeah. Um, but it looks good right now. I'm interested to see who he br- if he brings anybody with him. That would be interesting to see too. Or is there anybody big? Because he's going to like an academy in Kansas City. <laughs> yeah, which is random for there to be an academy in Kansas. Yeah, I, is there anybody big there? I, d- I don't think anybody big is there. Um, he's I think he's the number one player in in Kansas, but it's it's the place where Buddy Hield went to school at. Okay, yeah, I do remember you saying um, that now. So I don't I don't know any. Uh, that's one big. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't really know who 
else is on that team. Did you? We may. I don't know if we've talked about it on this show. Did you see where Mike Miller is now coaching at a high school in Memphis? I did. I think is it is it East Memphis or is it another one? I don't know. Pass. Okay. I was just curious. I thought that was interesting. Yeah, it was weird. Because he was only on Memphis's staff for a year, right? Or two. Maybe, maybe two. Yeah, he was there when Penny first. Maybe. You may be right. Um, just thought that was interesting. I guess let's go ahead and get into Alabama preview. Uh, unless anybody's got any more questions, drop them quick. Forever hold your peace. You're not typing 50 words a minute. You lost. Sorry. <laughs> um, Alabama preview. I'll be honest. After reading about them, I think everybody after last year it was like Alabama's vulnerable. You know, the Alabama's not the great Alabama they were just a few years ago. Feeling good. After reading about them, and especially their defense, well, parts of their defense, I'm like, man, we really caught them at a good time last year. Oh, yeah. That, so, uh, yeah, that was – it seemed like our chance. That, I mean, Alabama's Alabama still. They're, they're right. going to reload every single year. Right. Um, even, like, people were poking fun that I think Tulsa at one point was ahead of them in recruiting, and now they're, they're <laughs> like, the number two or three. Yeah. yeah, I think they're number two ahead of North Carolina, too. Yeah. So, they, I mean, they're just – Still Alabama. Um, so here, here's something crazy before we get into this Alabama team. Um, last year was their first time. So 2019 <laughs> season was their first time since 2013 that they haven't played in a national championship or an SEC championship. And then before that, 2010 was the first time. Wow. That's pretty crazy. Auburn was the reason for both of, both of the times they didn't go. In 2013, the crazy thing about 2013, that's that was the kick six. They were yep. a penalty away from probably playing in – both. Or just a few feet from just yeah. kicking it. Or, yeah, out of the end zone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's pretty crazy that they were that away from playing for a national championship or an SEC championship for nine years straight. That's One insane. or the other. That's insane. Yeah. It just, I mean, that's, that, that goes to show you like how you know, a lot of people, and it's fun to poke fun at, at, at Tennessee that they've, you know, gotten <laughs> the crap kicked out of them by Alabama for uh, going on 12 years now. Mm-hmm. But the truth is the entire country's getting the crap kicked out of them by Alabama. So, yeah, I mean, it, I, I was I was reading some stuff, and they were talking about how last year was a disappointment, and they went 11-2. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's it, – it, I mean, it, it shows you – Auburn's about the only team that can claim they weren't getting the crap kicked out of them, but there were also a few years that they did get the crap kicked out right. of them. So, yep. uh, I mean, Auburn did get their number a couple times, <clears throat> uh, but you're talking about one of those times being the year Auburn got about as lucky as you can. Yeah. That, that, that was the same year as the miracle at Jordan-Hare, wasn't it? Or the prayer at Jordan-Hare, whatever they call it. Yeah, uh, they beat Georgia. Yeah. Yep. And I feel like they had something crazy happen early on in the season, too. I, I, yeah, they were just, they were just destined. The right, one of those teams. Because yep. that, that, that wasn't a phenomenal. I mean, that Auburn team was good, but they weren't. Just They were not the Cam Newton Auburn team from a few no. years prior. And that, that's why they got beat. Yeah. Oh, for but, sure. Yeah, I think all they had, they had Nick Marshall and Trey Nick Mason. Marshall. Yeah. Yep. Um, but getting into this Alabama team, they do lose um, a little bit. I mean, they did play kind of – and we talked about this with a couple of players at Tennessee that left uh, for whatever reason. But, you know, they did lose Tua, which is probably their um, probably their biggest loss. Uh, you could probably argue Ruggs or Judy. But yeah. probably the biggest one's Tua, um, especially when you talk about what they were turning at wide receiver. Uh, Tua, but they did play a lot with him. Um, and then I, I was reading an article. I can't remember who wrote it. Uh, this is a couple days ago that said Mac Jones is probably feeling blessed that he didn't have to go through spring practice because he may have lost his job to Bryce Young, <laughs> Hattie. Yeah. Uh, so right now he's going to go into fall camp as a starter. Probably starts a year as a starter uh, instead of getting beat out, or I guess at least closing that Bryce Young closing that gap in the season. Mm-hmm. But I think by the time Tennessee, I would be surprised if by the time Tennessee season, um, Bryce Young isn't playing at least. 
yeah, give it a chance. And and Mac Jones, I mean, he he struggled against Tennessee, um, but that was a game he was just thrown in there after Tua got hurt. Um, but the rest of that season, it was kind of smooth for him. Yeah, I mean, he, which you look at the loss, the the losses on there were outside of probably Auburn. I mean, the LSU loss is probably a given, honestly, with the way LSU was playing. I think wasn't that the week after, or did Tua play that game? I can't against, remember when Mississippi State happened. Yeah, they. I think they played LSU or before Mississippi against, State. Yeah. Okay, so two. So Mac Jones didn't even play in the LSU game. But yeah, when you look at the back half of their schedule, it really wasn't that that Mac Jones had to play in. It wasn't terrible for him. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I mean, I don't think. I don't yeah, he, necessarily. He, did, he didn't play against LSU. Okay. I don't necessarily think they're uh, in a hurry to replace Mac Jones because, like you said, it wasn't an atrocious season by him by any means, mm-hmm. but. Uh, I think everybody, the expectations of Bryce Young, um, I, I don't know. We'll see. He's a freshman. We'll see. He hasn't played college football yet. Kind of the same thing as Harrison Bailey. He has, he has just as much water to hold as Harrison Bailey. Yeah, that, I mean, that's the – if you're nitpicking Alabama, their struggle looks to be at quarterback because mm-hmm. it's either Mac Jones who, you know, did not want any part of that Tennessee defense after that game and or, or a true freshman. So right. you get one of the two. I mean – yeah, Bryce Young has that five star. He was the number one rated quarterback per somebody, um, but it's 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 still not Tua. No, it, Tua, Tua is Tua. I mean, if Bryce Young could he be that? Sure, I guess. I mean, could he? I guess. But uh, there's a reason. Uh, what's was the younger brother's tag of all his name? Tua Talia Talia. Talia. Yeah. There's a reason he transferred. I'll, I'll say that. Right. Um, he knew what was ahead of him and what was coming in. Yeah. Uh, so there's a reason he transferred. So I'm not saying Bryce Young isn't the guy or anything, or I'm not saying he is the guy, but there's something to him. There, there is. Yeah. That's the bottom line. Um, we'll see what what happens. Either whatever quarterback's in there though is going to have a ton of help when, when you look at who they return at receiver, and then Najee Harris. Yeah. So they they lose Jerry Judy, Henry Ruggs, but they get um, Devontae Smith and who's. Jalen Waddle. Jalen Waddle. And Devontae yeah. Smith was their leading receiver last year. Yeah, in yards and touchdowns. Yeah. So. 20? 20 touchdowns. 14. So I guess it was 20. Oh, that's Najee Harris had 20 touchdowns okay. total. Yeah. I think 13 rushing, 7 receiving. Yeah, so they have, I mean, next, and they, and they also return, you, you mentioned Najee Harris, Alex Leatherwood, mm-hmm. um, Dylan Moses, who, you know, and, and Patrick Sertain, those four guys right there are. First round draft picks, right? Year. And I did mention their defense is you know a little more concerning if the guys stay healthy because a lot of the guys they lost last year, I think they lost DJ Dale and LeBron Ray to injury. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty, I think Le- Ray sat out like ten games last year. Yeah, uh, they're, they're or is he the one that got injured against LSU? They're playing three true freshmen at one point, right? And uh, they do lose a lot in the secondary though. That's why I said uh, you know they do scare me to an extent. I mean they lost the Diggs, uh, one of the, Xavier McKinney, one of the, yeah one of the higher rated safeties coming out of college football or yeah. out of. Um, yeah, out of out of Alabama, and, and they do. I think everybody's starting there. I don't think they, there's a single returning starter in the secondary. Uh, certain is the only, he is, is okay. the only one. All right, and so that that gives you a little bit of hope. But also, you know, Alabama reloads. They do. They. Right. It's not. It's not a huge knock on them. Um, you're not looking there and going, oh, there's a four star, a guy you're hoping develops, or blah blah. These guys come in, and, and they do have to develop into that talent. But Nick Saban's got a plenty good track record to to do it. So I don't think it's I don't think you're sitting there going, well, the secondary is not going to be good. Is there a chance? Yeah, absolutely. There's a chance those guys don't pan out, or maybe there's more injuries, whatever. But I think you know or assume that it's going to be okay. Yeah, and they they play a lot of man. I mean, look what Clemson did to them a couple yeah. of years ago. I mean, they just one on one. Clemson's receivers just made plays right. and, and beat them down the field. So that's. 
you know that, that if you're like again if you're nitpicking Alabama, inexperienced at pretty much in, you have the, to nitpick them if you want to find r- something wrong. Right, it's quarterback inexperience or you know Mac, it's just not Tua. Right, or they're inexperienced in the defensive backfield. Yeah, that's and that's about the only thing you really have on. And then Alabama special teams. <laughs> yeah, that not but outside of their returners, uh, I think uh, was it Waddle. Waddle, who is the uh, returner or the Ruggs. All SEC? Rugs was, was it? Rugs? I thought it was okay. Because Rugs was a returner. The facts. Someone facts. returning. Yeah. Okay. It was Rugs though. Uh, was an All SEC returner. So mm-hmm. and then and then you got guys like Devontae Smith and Jalen Waddle. I would be very very curious to see how many yards after catch they had last year. I didn't look that up. Um, it's a lot. <laughs> I, yeah, I guarantee you a ton of yards after catch. They were catching a lot of stuff at seven yards and going and scoring touchdowns. Yeah. They, I, the yak was probably very good. Um, so those guys can make plays with the ball in their hand. Against there, Western no Carolina, Mac Jones was 10 for 12. He had 275 yards and three touchdowns. And 10 of those completions were probably – six of them were probably slants. Yeah. <laughs> it's stupid. It is stupid. And that's another thing, though, too. The offensive line, um, they returned four or five starters. So, it's, I mean, they, the offensive line is just going to get better if they can. Right. They're just going to get better. It's going to be tough to get pressure. Uh, and then, I mean, Alabama's not going to – they've started running all the RPO crap. They're not going to get uh, – they get all the leeway when it comes to linemen downfield. So, right. don't even try to get it, – it ain't going to happen. <laughs> you're going to have to play against the – you're going to have to play against the guys in stripes too. It, it's not that simple to try to really necessarily scheme against the RPO. Right. I think this this year, and I think this happened last year, is if you can get Alabama in the, in the meat of their schedule, which we do – um, that is a good thing. You know, there there is some. You know, they have to play USC in Dallas, and then I thought the, that game is it not gotten canceled. Has it I thought Pac twelve said no. I think Pac twelve said no. Uh, I just assume like everything is like up in the air still. I, I think Pac twelve said no conference games. Um, I think right now, I think I saw an article where they may be playing BYU. Okay. In the opener now. So I mean, they BYU is uh, they're worse than USC, but well, they have to break. I, mean, I don't know what we should have beat them last year. Yeah, were they? Were they worse than USC I this think, year? Maybe. I mean, I, I think USC should get better. I don't know. Yeah, USC should be better. I think right now Southern Cal is still listed on their official website. Alabama's, but yeah. I thought I saw. I don't know if it's canceled or not. Yeah, I, yeah. But I, I assume it was up in the air. I thought when they said like the stuff with <clears throat> California and right everything that they were just gonna. Mm-hmm. Have a backup plan. Yeah, I, I don't know exactly. I'm trying to find. Um, four days ago, said Alabama can meet Notre Dame in the opener, and then four days ago, it also said another article said uh, report BYU and Alabama may meet in season opener. So I guess they're probably looking at playing a independent, is what that means. Okay, maybe both of those got both of those teams open with uh, Pac-12 or Big Big Ten opponents because wasn't that the two conferences that have already said no? Yeah, out of who, conference who? games. I don't remember who about BYU. I was, I'm pretty sure they were on that Big Ten one that I was that I was looking. Gotcha. At. So Notre Dame had Wisconsin, Stanford, and USC in, on their schedule, mm-hmm. um, and, and yeah, those have all been canceled because those games have been canceled because of the. Uh, so yeah, that means Alabama's no longer playing USC. Gotcha. Well, I mean, they still have to play a decent opponent in right. Dallas, um, in Jerry's world, and then the third game of the season they play Georgia will be a top five matchup probably. Yeah, it, it should be. And outside of that, they shouldn't have any problem. I mean, maybe Lane Kiffin creates some issues. I mean, that's a good thing about Ole Miss and Mississippi State, I guess. 
I guess Arkansas gets a new coach, but they just there's no talent, right? There's no talent there to well, cause any issues. I remember last year that Ole Miss. I mean, they got beat by LSU, but it was like close, and LSU or Ole Miss put up a lot of points. I like that John Plumley rise. Yeah. Plumley, Plumley, I think. Yeah, he's he's gonna be good. Well, I mean, so is that the good thing about getting a guy like Lane Kiffin, who you know is probably gonna at least scheme a good game? Maybe he gives Alabama a good check, and then talk about a guy like. Uh, um, Blanking on his name, uh, Mike Leach. Mike Leach at Mississippi State. That's going to at least make you defend him all game. Yeah, like he's going to throw all with, points. Yeah, with the inexperienced secondary. I mean, maybe. I don't know. I, I think you got to get. I don't know. I, I, last year it seemed like yeah, that was our time to to get over the hump, and yeah. we uh, took matters into our own hands, I guess. And but but. Jeremy Pruitt's going to have a – it seems like he has a different gear when he faces Alabama. I think last year the Alabama game was the turning point for him of I'm the effing head coach of Tennessee. Yeah. So – And it's at home. I don't know if that – it might not help us much this year, but it, it doesn't hurt us. Yeah. Um, it, it is a home game. I don't know. Kind of sucks that this home game probably is not going to be played in front of any fans or not many fans, and you're kind of thinking we're on the verge of, though, of not catching up, but being like right there competitive yeah, with. It, it's very obvious in, in what Jeremy Pruitt said at halftime and what he said after the game, and I think he even said the next week at South Carolina or after South Carolina that uh, Jeremy Pruitt was not happy with the coaching staff or coaching staff, excuse me, the uh, officiating, and. Um, He's the head coach, so you know the team feels that way. Yeah. Uh, so they're gonna they were gonna come in with a little bit of fire, I'm sure. Yeah, Not just against Alabama, but like against the SEC official officials against. I would have been very excited to see what a 102,000 crowd could have done, at least for a half, for the yeah. first half. If there's if there's a true freshman quarterback, you they don't that doesn't yeah. make a difference. It does. Right. Yeah. That, I mean that's that's unfortunate that you just got to live with that, but. Maybe it motivates them even more. I don't maybe. know. Yeah. I, I have no idea. Or maybe um, maybe Alabama's used to, like, all eyes on them all the time that they're just, like, thrown off. <laughs> maybe. Uh, the bet said Pac-12 went conference only. Thank you. Um, I, yeah, we could, I couldn't remember, honestly. I, I, I second-guessed myself. I guess I shouldn't have. And then Sports Living in the ATL said, hey, I'm here because of Carter. What's up, man? What's up? Sport, sports Live in the ATL. I don't know what I said. But, uh, but, but I think good to have you. To beat Alabama, you're going to have to rattle whoever the quarterback is. You have to get yeah. some kind of pass rush. And, and, and I, I think that that's, was that's difficult because that's a question mark I, going into the season. Yeah, and I agree 100%. I think that's part of what uh, made Mac Jones ineffective. You, you've seen – I mean, you saw um, – and, and I realize Mac Jones is not to uh, – or Jalen Hurts, but you saw a couple years ago where they just rolled quarterbacks in and out of there um, at the end of the season in the SEC championship game in the college football playoff, and they went off without a hitch. So, it – Alabama usually does not have a problem. I shouldn't say usually because that's very rare for Nick Saban to do that. But then you go back to was it Lane Kiffin's last year at Alabama when they had that quarterback controversy at the beginning of the year, um, and, and then Blake uh, um, Barnett eventually. Blake Sims. Blake Sim. Blake Sims. Blake Doesn't, Barnett. Who's Blake Barnett? I don't know. I don't know. That name sounded right. Um, eventually transferred at the beginning of the yeah. year, yeah. and they had no problems moving quarterbacks in and out. Um, so yeah, I don't. I don't think it's necessarily an issue for for him. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, the the 
things that like you want to nitpick Alabama about, it's things like Tennessee doesn't have a for sure like, oh, we're going to be good at that. Like getting getting a pass rush. Right. Also, inexperienced secondary. We don't really know what the wide receivers group is going to look like. So that's kind of an issue. So, I mean, yeah, looking back, like when we were talking about the four games, like which one do we think Tennessee um, has a better chance at? I thought Alabama would be higher up there, but now I'm thinking like that's probably our hardest game. Right. When I did a little bit of research on them. Yeah, the I felt good, I guess, kind of looking back at last year and, and looking at what Tennessee gained and Alabama lost. And I knew kind of what I, – I vaguely knew what Alabama gained just because you know what they gain every year relatively. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I felt better. And then I read and I was like, I don't feel good. Because I think everybody expected Ruggs and Judy to be the best wideouts. Um, turns out that's – I mean, probably the case, but not technically the case. Yeah, there's and two just just, just as, as good. good. Yeah. Um, and so that, yeah, that makes you feel. And then you talk about the guys that they didn't even have on defense when Tennessee saw them last year. You're like, oh, man, that yeah. sucks. So uh, it is what it is. I, and I don't think Tennessee's out of it by any means. It's just going to be a it, – it's going to be – it's going to take a lot of – it's one of those games that Tennessee's going to have to do a lot right and Alabama's going to have to do a lot wrong for, yeah, for it to, to happen. to smoke those cigars. Yeah. Wouldn't it kind of suck for this to be the year? Like, we, we wouldn't get to smoke a cigar in Neyland. That would suck. Would tattoo shops be open for me to go get my ass tat? Oh, yeah. You just got to wear a mask <laughs> on your ass. <laughs> it's a nard pup. Um, yeah, it, it's going to be – it's one of those. So, we'll – I don't know. We'll see. Uh, you know what? Here's the thing. When it comes down to when October 23rd rolls around, no matter how I felt that week, no matter how Tennessee played against South Carolina, on October 23rd, that that night, I'll, I'll be drinking, probably smoking a cigar, you know, just so my lungs are ready. <laughs> and someone's going to go, Kev, how do you feel about tomorrow? And I'm going to, without hesitation, tell you that Tennessee's going to win. So. <laughs> I got to get my lungs. I've never smoked a cigar in my life. So I'm, I'm wondering if I should just save that. Or should I start no, smoke? No, you, no, you have to save that. Okay. If I could go back and someone was like, you shouldn't smoke a cigar until Tennessee beats Alabama, first of all, I'd be like, I never get to smoke. That sucks. But, yeah, I'd wait. Definitely. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sports Live in the ATL. He said uh, he said he's checking us out. He asked us if we're Braves fans. Uh, I'm not. I'm not much of a baseball fan. If I have to claim one team, um, I'd claim the Cubs. Yeah, hey, Chicago. So, what do you say? Yeah. Uh, probably because of uh, Rookie of the Year. That's probably where my... And my brother was a Cubs fan. Sammy Sosa? Yeah. So, that that's probably it. And you're a Yankees fan. I'm a Yankees because fan. Because you suck. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm the Yankees worst. Yankees suck. Um, yeah, Braves are all right, though. Uh, if there's a Nashville team, I will transfer my fandom um, because I am, I'm a Tennessee guy. That's how I do it. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be fun to, to have a Nashville team. Right. But yeah, I'm not like tied to the Braves because they're close. No. Because Cincinnati's almost just as close. I did watch Braves games growing up because they were on they were on TV, uh, kind of like Titans games, mm-hmm. but I'm not much of a fan. Yep. It is what it is. Uh, yeah, Cubs and Yankees. I know that's not a great combination for East Tennessee fans. <laughs> there are a lot of East Tennessee Cubs fans, I assume, because of the Smokies. I assume. You I should say why. that. You should use that. As I should. Um, and I did go up there and watch. I can't remember his name now. Um but I've been up there to watch a couple of Cubs players that are rehabbing uh, at, at the Smokies um, when I was younger, uh, when my brother was like taking me to games. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that I don't, I don't know. I guess that's the connection to. I don't know. 
The no Cubs. Clue. Yeah, NHL, not definitely Nashville. Definitely Nashville sports. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. NHL, are you going to watch NHL when it comes back? Oh, no, yeah. I'm, I'm going to watch it all. So is it, it's all playoffs, right? Yeah, I think so. Like NHL is. Mm, yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. And then the MLB starts tomorrow. Yankees play tomorrow. Starts. It's exhibition. The, no. MLB started on. Or what did I say? You just said they started. Oh, MLB, they started. MLB starts tomorrow. Sport the game actual games do? Yeah. Okay. So ex, yeah, I was about to say exhibition was two mon, Monday, Tuesday night. NBA, they're starting exhibitions today, I think. And then They have a game Thursday. The thirtieth is when they start I, their season. Oh. I guess I did an exhibition game then. Or maybe have to wait till the thirtieth. I did a FanDuel um like fantasy team for Thursday night. Yeah, it'd be next Thursday, I'm pretty sure. Okay, well, that sucks. I have to wait till Thursday. Kind of, <laughs> but like, I mean, it's like four bucks. Yeah, I think it's the 30th. That's Thursday. Right? Or maybe they do fantasy for, maybe they're doing fantasy for exhibition games. I have oh, no gotcha. idea. Um, yeah, we pretty much just talk uh, college sports. When, it, when it's NFL season, we're pro- primarily football. When it's NFL season, we'll talk some NFL. Um, and then if there's like, I guess there's big news yeah, we'll, uh, around we'll talk sport. About that. We'll talk about big news around sports all the times. But mainly Tennessee, college football, that, that's our uh, that's our wheelhouse. Yep. That's, they, <laughs> We're professionals, okay? <laughs> Put it that way. We've done this a time or two. Yeah. Um, anything else for the Alabama before we uh, – before, first off, do you, anything else about the Alabama team? Because I do have a couple of questions regarding the Alabama game. Uh, I just hate the whole state of Alabama. Yeah, I'll have to – remind me to do the outro to we don't give a damn. Okay. Um, okay, so Alabama have played seven games, four SEC opponents – uh, by the time we see him, record seven and zero. Yeah, I think so. Seven, I think could be seven oh six and one. Georgia could be a hiccup. Uh, I think that. I think Where is that it, could is it at Georgia? It is in Tuscaloosa. Okay, but okay. there's no fans. I, I, home field isn't going to be much. Right. Yeah, not not much. Um, Sports Live said he, he shared it, and we're Titans fans. Yeah, I'm Titans fan. I guess you're Carolina fan. Yeah, I'm Carolina. Fan. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I keep up with the Titans. I'm just, I don't know. Again, I think the Titans is one of those things um, kind of similar to the Braves. I think there would be a lot more Braves fans in the area if they were really good. Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, if it was a – if it was – if the Falcons were really good, I think you'd even see more Falcons fans in, in Knoxville. Mm-hmm. Because they're Atlanta – I think Atlanta at least used to be on TV a lot in this area. The Braves or the Falcons? The Falcons, sorry. Yeah. The so Braves the, still are. Yeah, they're, they're on, like, the NFC South, but a lot of – the the Falcons I think are considered regional, so they black them out. Yeah, which is so dumb. I, that's not as much of a problem anymore with, like with the, the streaming. Yeah, right. It used to be though. Back, yeah, back a couple years ago. Um, guys, Alabama seven and zero, six and one. You gotta be going Tennessee to win. Can are you gonna convince yourself on July twenty second that Tennessee's gonna beat Alabama? No. Okay, I'm not either. <laughs> I'll wait until October twenty third. Yeah, I'll wait. They do play LSU the next week. Maybe some heads peeking forward for a revenge game. Ooh, I like that. That that's you know that's going to be the talk of that week. No, oh, yeah, you know it is. So that's exciting. We yeah. got that going for us. Yeah, any anything <laughs> that we can like put in Tennessee's favor, we're going to do it. Um, and then does Tennessee have a bye week? The week before again? Did we get lucky again? We do. We do. We do. So we have a bye week before Alabama. Yes, they play Mississippi State. Uh, they play Mississippi State, then us, and then LSU. I love that. 
is this the most friendly schedule yet? And then they're gonna then we're gonna go to a ten game SEC schedule and they're gonna schedule us LSU and Ole Miss and we just got effed. Dang, they play LSU at Baton Rouge too. Yeah. Woo. Tennessee plays Arkansas the next week. We should just go to that game. Oh no, they're bye weeks. No, we play play Kentucky. You gotta be gotta be here for the Kentucky game. Mm. Can't go to Death Valley for for that. Sorry. Yeah, it's a home game. Yeah. Nothing we can do. Yep. If it if it was the week of the Arkansas game, I I would be telling us to let's go to Death Valley for that. Even if we don't get to go to the game, it'd be then. a night game, and Tennessee would probably get a noon <laughs> slot. Tennessee <laughs> be at noon. We could watch that game at a tele. Never be pissed. Why are we watching a Tennessee game? <laughs> a Tennessee versus Arkansas. Eat game. some crawfish. I'd love nothing more. Nothing preseason more. awards. Preseason award, dude. Rolling off. It's awesome. You love to see it. Dude, let's let's start with some Henry Toe Toe because that's I've got to stop. We got to stop making graphics for him until like the season starts. <laughs> until the, he's just gonna have to keep making all the award yeah, watches are done. No, there's another point. Um, he was added to the Buckus Award, um, which is given to the nation's top linebacker, and then um, he was added to the Nagurski. Is that how you say it? Nagurski Trophy, um, which is given to the best defensive player, and I think that's voted on by the um, Football Writers Association of America. I think that's right. Right. Um, and then he was I, also added to the I don't know why Venera. I said right. I was agreeing with you, but it made me sound like I was telling you you're correct. I think you're right. Okay. But I don't know. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> Sticking with me. I like it. Um, but he's also added to the bed and Eric. We already mentioned that on the last show. Um, man, they just keep rolling in for yeah. the good. And it makes sense. I and mean, he's the only one in the country. Uh, the only one like named all three of these? Yeah. Okay. I was about to say, so Alabama, I think it was the Budkiss Award, had three linebackers named to it. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Through the word watch list. I like topped in Lou, um, Lou Grosso. Grosso Award. Um, Grosso, Grosso. There was like 85 accounts that said their place kicker had been added to the award. Yeah. Um, I th- I'm like, how many is on these award watches? I'm sure a lot. And then they have a preseason, like they are preseason. They have like a midseason one too. I think Henry Toto was named to a midseason one last year. Mm. Or maybe it was Batuli. One of them, somebody was added to a midseason one last year. Gotcha. Um, but. Yeah, I don't know how many are named. I I don't know if they even have like a number. If they're just they look like they are good enough to maybe potentially be on this watch list at the end of the season, we'll throw them on there. I don't know how that works. Um, I do know that Brent Samaglia didn't win it last year, and I think he was he had better stats than better better than Goggle Dog, and I don't, but I don't think Goggle, I, Dog, Goggle Dog didn't win it. I don't think Samaglia had better stats than the winner of the Lou Groza. I can look it up. But I, I, I know he had better. So, Goggle Dog was the winner uh, or was the uh, first team all SEC. Okay. And he did have better stats than him. But there was another kicker, A&M, I don't know, somebody, that had better stats than both of them. Okay. Um, and then whoever won the Lou Gross, like, Simagley was, like, top five, I think, last year in, in mm-hmm. like, percentage. And I, I'm almost positive he was second in field goals over 50% or 50 yards. Kicker so, you, baby. Yeah. Um. So he was he was added to the Luke Groza Award, which is given to the nation's best place kicker. What'd you call him? Swaglia? So I, I even put on Instagram I put C Mag, Automaglia, or Swaglia. Swaglia. Whatever you want to call him. I think I think all those are fitting. Yeah, those are, I like automatically. Oh Blankenship automatically. did. Did Blankenship win? It says he's a finalist. Yeah, I think he was a finalist. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Um and then Cade Mays and Trey Smith were named to the Outland Trophy. Watch list given to the best interior lineman in college football. Dude, it makes you. I mean, would they be naming him to this if he wasn't going to be? Dude, he did win the Lou Groza. That's stupid. 
He did? He won it by default, right? Yeah, because he's Goggle Dog. That's stupid. Yeah, that's... I'm sorry, if you make a ga- if you miss a game-winning kick, I don't care the situation, I don't. you should immediately be marked off the list. That's, a, that's your entire job as a kicker. And I'm not saying it's easy, I'm not saying... But that's your job. Yeah, and you made him lose to South Carolina. And and, they, and you made him lose to South Carolina. I understand, I understand what it's like to be a kicker. Mm-hmm. I, I will almost always side with kickers. But you shouldn't be allowed to win the award. And I'm not saying and you shouldn't be allowed to win it if you miss a game when you feel cool. That's your time to shine. That's everything you dream about. That's the only thing it, you dream it, about because you're a kicker. It wasn't a hard kick. It <laughs> wasn't like a it's like a twenty seven yard. Yeah, it was like a yeah, it was easy. it wasn't hard. I mean I could no. do it, but <laughs> <laughs> you could kick a twenty seven yarder. Could you do it under pressure? Probably not. But you could <laughs> kick a twenty seven that's the point, is you could kick a twenty seven yard I'm better than golf. I should have won the damn award. <laughs> All right, I, 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 okay. I, I said I'm on the side of kickers here. I can't. Okay, sorry, um, sorry. I didn't mean to overstep my boundaries. <laughs> more about Georgia. Crimson Braves said both Bama and UJ's defense will be lights out. Agreed. Uh, but we think he means Bama. He's Crimson Brave. Says we'll be more dynamic offensively than UGA. Bama 31, UGA 17. I, don't I mean, that. I don't necessarily disagree with that. I do think that JT Daniels being eligible makes it more interesting. Yeah, I think like. I mean, they're they're gonna have to have time to mesh with that offense. Yeah, um, yeah. and the third game of the season, that's that's quick. Yeah, to face that, you know, Alabama. I don't I don't disagree with that statement, but I do think J T. Daniels makes it more interesting. Yeah, that's true. Any more preseason words? Did I? I think I think we got all of it. I mean, dude, like all these. The- I mean, Cade Mays. Henry Toto getting these awards. I mean, I don't remember a time where he got this many award watches. Uh, I mean, I'd say there was a time, but not recently. Yeah. <laughs> right. Not recently. I'd love to see. Uh, I mean, I just like how it seems like Pruitt's able to develop talent, and then he's right. able to get talent in here. That's my hope. Um, for right now. Right. He's improved me wrong. Yeah. Right. Improved me. Yeah, he's improved me wrong yet. Um, recruiting news. Get some recruiting. Let's do it. So, um, Tennessee, their three-star defensive line commit, Isaac Washington, had a tweet. Um, and it was when he recommitted. So, he decommitted after Tracy Rocker left. Jimmy Brumball um, took over, and he actually came on a visit and then recommitted to Tennessee. And he put out a tweet the other day that said it was the best decision he had ever made. And he wasn't going anywhere. So just reaffirmed. In case yeah. you were wondering. Um, we were. I, I know you. Auburn was kind of that snake in the grass a little bit. Charlie Garner was trying to get a another defensive lineman out of, you know, Tennessee's mm-hmm. yard. Um, but didn't. Take that. Didn't go to his basketball game. Um, and then three-star offensive tackle, William Parker out of Pearl Cone in Nashville will make his decision September 4th. Tennessee's in the top schools with him, kind of Tennessee-Alabama battle. Um, but Alabama recently got some twins that are like four and five stars. So uh, That's a – who are their parents? <laughs> their last name's like Brockmire. It's like Tommy Brockmire. And, are they white? Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> this, <laughs> this entire situation is very interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um. So he'll he'll make his decision September fourth, and then Tyrion Ingram Dawkins, TID, you heard? Um, release his top six. Is that his nickname? 
Or did you just make up a nickname? No, him? I'm pretty sure people call him TID. <laughs> okay. I think I think that might be his name on Twitter is TID. Gotcha. Um, but he released his top six. Tennessee was included in that. Um, he didn't release a date, but he said he will be committing soon. There you go. So Tennessee will probably be in those top two or three to, to land the, the four-star out of South Carolina. Gaffney, South Carolina. Gaffney, that's a... That's a... Justin Worley and, uh, oh, man. Is that Gaffney? Justin Worley Gaffney? I don't know. If it is, that's where uh, Clowney? Clowney and uh, Patterson are from. Cordell Patterson. Patterson. Can't speak. Rock Hill, South Carolina, not Gaffney. Who's okay. from Gaffney? I don't know. I don't know. Somebody's from, somebody's from Gaffney, South Carolina. Somebody is. Um, There's people from Gaffney, South Carolina. Let's be clear about that. Yeah. <laughs> and then we, we talked about the tight end position and how it was affected after Austin Pope went down. Um, there was a recent USC tight end that entered the transfer portal. Was there? There was. He's a big dude. He hasn't played the last two years due to injury, but he got a six-year um, eligibility from the NCAA. So, so while we're on that subject, what does it look like for Tennessee scholarship limit? So probably down to like 90 ish somewhere yeah. in that area now what does that look like when they go out because they've got to find room for them they can't right it's not a, so what does that look like i mean unfortunately it's probably like hey you know are you interested you know we you could be a day one starter pretty much right um so i don't know i think they just try to see if they're interested first and then i guess make it work from there i don't know I'm asking you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I don't know what that looks like. That's but you had all the answers, man. <laughs> that's that's a tough decision, but his name is is what's well. There, there's a couple of things that make it interesting. First of all, Velas Jones Jr. obviously transferred to Tennessee this past mm-hmm. year from USC, so he played with him. Um, and then he's from North Gwinnett in Suwannee, Georgia. That's where Warren Burrell went to high school. Okay. He left Florida, so he was enrolled in Florida and then left to go to USC um, before I think he. I think he sat out that freshman year and then transferred gotcha. to USC. And so he doesn't like Florida, obviously, so that's good. And then his name. I'm going to tell you his name. Daniel. And Matter Bebe. And Matter Bebe. Can, you, can I see it written down? I assume you have it written down? Yeah. Very interesting. And Matter Bebe. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, I, 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 you, you, you would have stumped me on the spelling bee of that one. I, I've for definitely sure. been practicing that one today, and matter, baby. But yeah, he hasn't played the last two years due to injury. Um, I think he has three touchdowns, I think, in his career, and like three hundred something yards. Um, but hasn't seen the field much. But hey, he's six three two forty. I would love to have that on our <laughs> roster. <laughs> yeah, hopefully he's. You know, you said he's bad on injury, right? That was kind of his thing. Hopefully he's healthy enough to to play another year because, like you said, Tennessee desperately needs some people who will give some looks at tight end. Yeah, we just need some ability. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, that's all I got for recruiting. A matter, uh, baby. Gaffney, South Carolina. I know who's from Gaffney. Um. President Francis Underwood from House of Cards. That's what it is. It's the. Have you watched House of Cards? No, I haven't. Okay, so the big thing in House of Cards with his hometown, one of the big things is they have a massive 
and I think it's true. I think Gaffney does have this um, a big peach as its water, like it's a water tower that looks like a peach. Oh, so I guess they're a peach town. That's I what they're I, no idea. Okay. Um, so that's how I knew that. Hmm. There you go. Fun fact for the day. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so what do, you, what do you think about Bob Kessling? I'm trying to pronounce that. Oh, no. He's actually... Hadn't he done, like, decent with some of the crazy names that we've seen lately? Yeah. I guess yeah, there's not he's been... Practicing. <laughs> he's been working on that. it. Yeah. Um, so, let's talk about some hype, though. Yeah. Because, like we said, it's been a while since even, like, 2016. How many how many of the guys were making, you know, award watch list? And that, that's one of the better... You know, when we did our... Um, our decade, all decade team. Uh, that's where most of them came from. Like those are the better players in the last decade of, in Tennessee football. You know, so, I, I remember in 2016 after we were, we were at the, um, we had just won the music city bowl and they're running all, off the field. And we saw JG and we're like, that's going to be our starting quarterback next year. Were we happy about it? We were. Okay. So, so let me ask you, you saw JG's hot video. Uh, the Lion King one. Yeah, are, are are you believing the hype? Are you all in for it? Can't okay. Is there, in, instead of just like believing the hype, do you think he can be the quarterback we need? Not necessarily the quarterback we want, <laughs> but the quarterback we need to win football games. I'm sorry, I'm putting you on the spot. I mean, if we win, if you're talking about we, you know, win eight games, yeah, I guess he could win eight games. He can't win 10, 11 games. There's no chance. Because when you're talking about winning a 10, 10 11 games on, on Tennessee's schedule, I mean, you got, you're talking about beating Georgia or Florida or, or, or Alabama um, or winning a big-time bowl game against whoever else from another conference. I don't think he has the ability to do that. Do you think anybody else does in the roster? I mean, I have a bad. I think I don't think my opinions are right, but yeah, I think so. Okay, I, mean, I that, that's because I think a lot of the a lot of the discord with um, with JG so far. I'm not saying he couldn't fix it. Um, I think is I I think a lot of it's mental. Mm-hmm. I think there's a little bit of physical ability in there. I agree, but I think a lot of it's mental. And this is from talking to people from from what I've I've observed. Um, I just don't think he has, I don't think he's a terrible football player. I don't think he doesn't have that mental thing at some point, but I think there's a lot of times that he just doesn't have the, the swagger, I guess is the right word. The it factor. I guess to, to carry a team when you're the quarterback, you're the guy. Mm -hmm. Like that's it. Like if a mistake happens, it's on you. If you can't get over that fact. And the good thing about being the quarterback is you get to kind of be, I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of people that play with Peyton Manning over the years, and I use Peyton Manning because he's one of the greatest, and he could be a dick, that they're like, get off my ass, you're being a dick. But the bottom line is, it fell on his shoulders. Yeah. And he ha- he was part of the get shit done club. And I just don't know if JG is a part of that right now. Um, I don't know if he necessarily – and maybe – you know, maybe this isn't something I've ever heard, so I'm not going to sit here and say he doesn't have the respect of teammates. But maybe he doesn't believe he does, and and it's hard to be that the guy that's going to go in there and and I'm going to be the one to fix things. This is my take, and he may take ownership of it. But is he taking ownership of it in in the sense of you know because if it's 
if it's only yours when it's good, it's not really yours. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a little bit, of, you know, and I think you saw that some this past season where he was like, you know, he would publicly say it. And I think to publicly say it, you've got to at least believe it to an extent. Yep. I don't think you could just completely put it off if you publicly say it. Now, he may go back and be like, I'll just BS that for the camera. But I think he's at least saying it. One day you're going to believe it if you keep saying it, um, if you don't believe it entirely already. So I think he he's gotten better about it. Um, but when you like when you look at Georgia Tech, and I think Georgia Tech is a bad representation of him. I don't think that's him entirely because I think he fixed a lot of it. But it was very obvious Georgia Tech was none of this is my fault. I can't do anything to fix it. It's the coach, or you know, it's the incompetence of the coach. Yep. And he sat down instead of here's what I'm going to do to fix it. I'm going to be a good teammate. I'm going to try. I'm going to do whatever I can to help this team win. And you know, because I I don't think Butch Jones is smart enough to do it, but. If Jerry Pruitt was a coach in 2017 and that was that, I don't know if JG's a part of the program anymore. Yeah, I mean, it was definitely going to be fix it now or, or we're going to have problems. Because I like just, it wasn't just like put it off, put it off, put it off. It was going to be like done. Right. You're fixing it now or it's that's the end of you. Jerry Pruitt seems like the kind of coach that is like, if your helmet's not on, and that, like I'm looking for the closest guy to me. Like, I'm going to turn around and call for you to go in, and if you're not next to me, you lost your chance. You don't have your helmet on, you lost your chance. Like, yep. he kind of seems like that kind of coach. I, I could be wrong about that. I could be reading it entirely wrong. Maybe I probably am wrong. It's, it's, I'm used to being wrong. It's fine. Um, it's just, I, I just, whatever the disconnect has been so far, I think a lot of it was fixed last year, but I think there's still some, and, and some of it's just the physical hurdle of it. I don't know if he has a fantastic arm. I don't know if he has a chance to necessarily beat guys over the top all the time. I just don't know if he has that. And that's fine. You don't have to have that to win ball games. Now, it helps a ton. Look at Joe Burrow. If he couldn't have thrown the ball to those receivers that could run behind every defense in the country, how many times would they beat those defense? Never is the answer. Right. Or rarely is yeah. the answer. Um, so it, physical is part of it, but I don't think it's the entirety of it. Um, yeah, I, I think we've seen him grow at least in – as a leader, a lot since like even the beginning of last year to the end of last year. Right there, there was there was a different JG. Right, but like I don't, I just don't think, and this is nothing really against him. It's just I, I just don't think that he could go win you a football game. If time was ticking, you needed a play. I don't think he could he could make it. Like it. it that's just a reality. Now he yeah. could throw it to he's somebody not, and not, they would make a play. He's not proven that yeah, he would make he would But he's not yeah, he's not he does not have the it factor. I would I would somewhat agree with that. I mean and the thing is too is it takes one time to make it. To, oh yeah. To kind of change your whole mindset of it. Um but yeah, I would agree. I mean, I just don't how many how many V plays has he made? He started to at Kentucky. He got out of the pocket, ran for a first down. Kept the ball in our hands, kept the clock moving, led us to a touch. What eventually was a touchdown, you know, drive, uh, winning drive. But yeah, I mean, how many times has he really, really made the play? Because Kentucky was a little bit different. It didn't look like, you, and a lot of it's swagger. I looked at the thing that I think convinced me of it, and I don't think the offensive lineman meant to throw him under the bus. I think it was Trey Smith that said this, maybe Brandon Kennedy. And I don't think they were trying to throw him under the bus, but they were like, it helps us play so much better when our quarterback carries himself with swagger oh, yeah. and, and with a, like a winner. It helps him to play better. And that's all, you know, a lot of it. I'm, I don't know. I'm not on the field. I'm not in the locker room. I, I don't know what's actually being said, but body language is a big factor. Oh yeah. Body language is a huge factor for coaches, for opposing teams, for fans. If you don't carry yourself like a winner, you're convincing everybody else that's watching you that you're not a winner. 
Yeah, and I, and I wanted this to get confused with, you know, we want JG to be that guy. I would, we love, hope he I would, is. I would love for JG to be but that yeah, guy. But, yeah, from what we've seen so far in his years at, at Tennessee, it just doesn't seem like he has the the mentality to go win you football games. Yeah, and, and now he can make – I feel like he could be – Perfect at managing, and there's nothing wrong with that. If you can manage a football game well enough to get it to your athletes and let them make plays, hey, do it. Please. I mean, look at look at before Jalen Hurts was at Alabama. I yeah. mean, they had tons of average quarterbacks lead them to national championships. Yep. How many quarterbacks does Alabama have in the league right now? Is AJ McCarron the only one? Okay, sorry. The starting – or, yeah. Well, I guess sorry, Jalen Hurts yeah. is now. Let's but, call it in the league. And but Tua. It, but, I mean, if you're going off the guys yeah. drafted this year, probably three. Yeah. But that – I mean, you're talking about – I think A.J. McCarron has three national championship rings total. You're talking about guys who were winners in college but don't have the necessarily skill set to go win a ton of games and or play in the – even play in the NFL. Yeah. Yeah, your, your mentality has to be better than what your ability is. Right. And I just don't think his mentality, at least from what we've seen, his mentality hasn't been more than what his ability is. No, yeah, and I, you know, again, I think a lot. I think he gained a lot of confidence at the end of the year that could help it. You, you saw, you saw the Missouri game where he had 400 yards passing and then mm-hmm. kind of got crowned as the, but, the guy who won it. But how much is that? Is yeah. what, was it faith in? Callaway and Jennings to make you plays. Guys right. that he was comfortable with, guys that have played with him this entire time, and then now you have a whole different group of receivers. You have Josh Palmer, but you have pretty much a whole different group of receivers. Yep. How is he going to respond to something that's – it doesn't seem like he's been able to overcome adversity in his career. Yeah, and, and well, well, so I, mean, I think I think last season was a In big, a game, I guess. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I – I'd have to really think on that. I think last year, though, was a big step for him. And mm-hmm. that's why I'm kind of like, I might buy into the hype because th- that mean, he, at least he took steps forward. I didn't feel like the last six games he took any steps back. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, there I was definitely a sense of trust. Right. E- even if he wasn't the starter, there was a sense of trust on that coaching staff that was like, hey, go in. Yeah. We need you. Come on. I mean, it, it, at least it was, there was some sort of, comfortable with JG in the game. Right. And it got better as the season went on. Right. And until that Alabama. I want to buy into the hype. I, I know this. Um, I'm going to trust Jamie Pruitt when he says a, a player's going to help you win games. <laughs> I know that. Um, because he said that about JG, and sure enough, he did. Um, so I'm, I'm going to trust him when that's said. Uh, and then it, I'm never going to, like, I guess – be all out on a on a quarterback anymore because I was all out on JG after Alabama for sure. Oh, yeah. I was probably all out on him before that. Um, and then the dude bounced. Credit to him, dude bounced back. Like yeah. credit. Like I would not have blamed him for tra- especially in the, the world of college football today. I would not have blamed him for transferring that night after the oh, Alabama yeah. game. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Now I'd have blamed him a couple years ago, but I, I wouldn't have. Um, yeah, I, I, you know what? If it's stock, I'm buying the hype stock. Maybe not to win a lot of games, but to lead Tennessee to what they need to do in 2020. Okay. I'll get, I'll get on board with that. And you know what? I hope even if he gets beat out, I hope he's learned from that Georgia Tech game that you still got to be a leader. You're a, you're a senior. You're a fifth-year senior. You've been around the program for a long time. Jeremy Pruitt obviously trusts you. 
If you get beat out, cheer for the next guy in front of you. And if anything happens, you got to be ready to go back in. Yeah, I because mean, it should be a short leash with JG because you have you know one of the best offensive lines in the country. You have you, an offensive coordinator that was there last year. Right. You know, like you said, he is a fifth year guy. Yeah. Like it's. It's put up or shut up. I mean, right. this is your last year. And and I, th- I mean, you could tell he grew too from Georgia Tech. I think it was, was it him in the tunnel with Mauer at the halftime of the Florida game? I know there was a, a sell. You know, a clearly JG had Mauer's back at some point. Like it was he 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 did something he did something great for the team and for the cameras. They saw him support Mauer. Yeah. Um, and that's part of being a leader. Um. So, so let's talk about this hop. So Phil Steele has Tennessee ranked number twenty in his preseason top twenty-five. Does that make you what, nervous? Was that the article that was written that like two? He said like two four seven, pretty much, kind of forced him to put Tennessee in it. Who was that? Do you know? Oh, I don't know. I don't know that. So somebody wrote it and was like two four seven has Tennessee. I think tied at twenty-second. Right? Was that right? And they, I think two four seven, said this might be the most overrated team we have in the top twenty-five. But the way they finish here, blah blah. blah. Have to put him in there. Um, I kind of agree with that. I think Phil still does his own. Like, right, he, right, right. Okay, but okay. he he's gonna base it off other. You know, he's gonna get gotcha. pull from others too. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Someone someone did an article somewhere, but I kind of agree with two four seven to an extent. I did see Phil Stills. Uh, I I don't see a reason Tennessee should be ranked outside the top twenty five preseason. Um, now it depends on how you do preseason. If you're doing a preseason set to how the season should finish, I don't know if I'm gonna put Tennessee in my top twenty five right now. If I'm doing it, pre- yeah, preseason, before week one, yeah, Tennessee's in my top 25. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I mean, I mean, I just look at the teams behind us. Yeah. I'm like, we're better They're, than them. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, the way they finished 20, 2019, yeah. the way they should be in 2020, I put Tennessee in my top 25. I don't know if I'm ready to say they finished there, but I, I do know they're in my top 25 to start the season. Even if you lose four games, you should be right around 20. Yeah. I, I was kind of surprised we didn't sneak into the top 25 the way Tennessee finished. Yeah, uh, year. I agree with that. Um, it, it makes me, it makes me nervous, um, just because like there is that expectation. But I want to get back to where every game that we play, we're in the top twenty-five. Yeah, like this is a top twenty-five matchup. Like I, I want to be, I want people to be excited when we come to their mm-hmm. stadium, and not just because it's Tennessee. It's because hey, this is a top twenty-five team. We need to beat them. Right. Like I, I want that. I, I want every matchup to mean something. Oh, I, I, I agree. Um, and so he is, he is – so I'll kind of go. He is Florida at 13, um, Auburn at 19. He is Tennessee at 20 and Kentucky 21, UCF 22, Iowa 23, Oklahoma State 24, Memphis at 25. I mean, I, I think you are – Tennessee is better than those. Did you read off one. like eight, 17, 18, 19? Will you do that? So, uh, so Florida's 13, Wisconsin 14, Michigan 15. North Carolina 16, Miami 17, Virginia Tech 18. Then Auburn, Tennessee. Kentucky. I think North Carolina's pretty overhyped. I've seen them rank top, around the top 15 a couple times. I did too. Well, I don't think I like that. Their quarterback's getting a lot of praise. He was a freshman last year, Sam Howell. Um, I just, I'm not ready to buy into their hype. I'm sorry. No. And I wonder if a lot of it has to do with the ACC is just trash. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> He's got Alabama at three, Texas A&M at five. And he's got. I'm not. I'm not. LSU really. six, Georgia seven. Yeah, I'm not. Really Georgia and LSU are definitely going to be better than Texas A&M. I'll tell you that. I would agree. I would agree with that. Um. So I looked up the Alabama starting quarterback. So it was Blake Barnett that transferred in 16 after getting beat out by 
Hurts. That was got Sims was a quarterback, starting quarterback does unfortunately. Who was Sim? What was his first name? Blake Sims. There, there was, was Blake. Sims. Blake Barnett and Blake Sims. Um okay. so here here's since Kiffin's been a head coach, the quarterbacks for um Alabama. John Parker Wilson, Greg McElroy, AJ McCarron, Blake Sims, Jake Coker, Cooper Bateman, um, Blake Barnett, Jalen Hurts, Tua Tagovailoa, and Mac Jones. Only technically one of those guys is in the NFL. The other two just got there. Yeah. And that's after a drastic change in how he runs his offense. Yeah. So, yeah. Goes to show you a little bit. Goes to show you. Yeah, it makes me nervous to have a, a team ranked number 20 after – not even a year ago, they lost to BYU and Georgia State. <laughs> to have that kind of expectation already. That is, yeah, that's true. I didn't think kind about that. Didn't think about that. Um, yeah, want you want to get to it? Yeah, let's. No more hype. Want to talk about? Um, <laughs> let's talk about it because I, 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 you know what? I kind of want to talk about it. I think it's really the only thing to talk about that's new right now. That's yeah. everything you can make things relevant. This is this is relevant to to Tennessee. Uh, so Fox Sports Knox, I think his name is Austin Sanders. Uh, I don't think he's on a show, but he's a writer at Fox Sports Knox. Um, I think that's correct. Is he on a show? I don't think so. Um, did a did a podcast with Chris Weather. We had him on the show. Like I said before, if you if you weren't here with us at the beginning of the show, uh, I, the only, I've only had great experiences with with Chris. He seems like a great guy. Um, obviously, he's never done wrong by anything to me. So mm-hmm. I have no, no personal grudges to him. Yeah. Um, and uh, I, I appreciate him hopping on with us and talking about his time at Tennessee. Um, uh, so he, he did he did do an interview, kind of similar to ours. They, they dove in a little bit more to the issues that were going on, um, whereas that wasn't what we wanted to talk about. We kind of wanted to talk about Chris. We did talk about a couple issues, but not – Yeah, that I wasn't mean, our I mean, we, intention. We, we asked him why that team didn't live up to the, the expectations. Yeah, we – and he did mention there was there was a disconnect, and that was – then he kind of went into depth of what that disconnect was. Yeah. Was, and so I'd encourage you to go watch that interview because you haven't heard much from Chris. He's not been interviewed a lot um, since his time at Tennessee. So so go listen to that. I think compare them both. Um, not, I don't think Fox Sports did a bad job. I'm not saying that. I think it's interesting for sure. Um, uh, I think there are some things to, I guess uh, – listen to that people want to know i i don't i don't doubt that um i I do have i guess some uh, some issues some things i definitely would have done uh i'm I'm not saying i hate chris or anything i don't i I don't um but i think there are some few things that he mentioned that necessarily weren't and i'm not even talking about the the uh some of some of the stories necessarily there's some things um, involving some certain athletes. One towards the end of the interview, I'm not going to mention it. It's not my place to mention it. Um, that first off, the athletes, at least the athlete's father, completely disputed the the rumor that was put up on the media. Right. Um, and he went on to, I guess, confirm it, kind of. And that's just not his Whether it's true or not, it's not your place. No, yeah. It's not. And that, that was probably the biggest issue I had. No one had an issue with that. I found that kind of interesting. I guess that people don't aren't sensitive to those kind mm-hmm. of issues, which is fine. No one necessarily... Everyone needs to be aware, but you don't have to be sensitive to it. Um, and there are some things that I'm like, I wouldn't say that about a teammate, at least publicly. <laughs> I wouldn't say that about a teammate. And then everybody, a lot of people are taking issue with the shot settle thing in 2017. And I totally understand that. Um, he wasn't on the team then. I think he would say that he heard it from friends. So, you know, he felt like it was okay for him to say. And that, that's fine. That uh, You know what? He has just as an opinion. Here's the thing, too. He, is ju- he has more of an opinion than me. And oh, yeah. has just as 
equal of an opinion as any of the guys that have said he shouldn't have said it. Right. I know how I feel about it, but he has just he has a just the same his opinion matters as much as a couple of guys that have spoken out about it are Khalil McKenzie, Alexis Johnson, um I think Nigel Warrior mentioned something and um Kendall Vickers maybe yeah. I think tweeted about it. He, they have the same they're on the same level as far as I'm concerned. They they both played there, they both kind of shared stories and or shared time there. So I think they have the same kind of right to tell those, I guess. Would they tell them? Obviously they said they wouldn't. And that's fine. They that's their choice. Yeah, you, I mean you you got to respect it. those who want to talk about it. Cool. Those who don't want to talk about it, that's their choice. They right. don't have to talk about that. I mean, some locker room talk, you know, we we played high school football and some of that locker room talk you you share with your buddies. Right. But a lot yeah. of people maybe not don't need to know every bit of it. Right. Um but I think a lot of what he said was stuff if you follow Tennessee, you already knew. That that too. And, and what's funny, did you know about the Jancic thing that was mentioned at the beginning of the interview? Uh-uh. So apparently Jancic stood up in a meeting. They were having a, some kind of team meeting. It was had to be – was he fired before the bowl game or after the bowl game? See, I, I was confir- – I couldn't remember. I should have looked it up now that I'm thinking about it. Um, but apparently Jancic stood up and to Bush Jones was like, you're the dumbest mother ever I've ever met. And that's when he was fired. I wasn't aware of that. I wasn't aware of that. Austin either. Sanders uh, – said it in the interview like it was biblical truth so i guess it's known fact i didn't know that mm-hmm. yeah i mean most of the stuff like he talked about everybody already knew yeah and that's the thing and then there were some opinionated things that i'm just like i don't know if i say like and that, again it's chris's choice whatever yeah. we're talking about it so we're, i'm gonna say it um like the alvin kamara was kind of lazy that's an opinion there could be plenty of people who don't think he's lazy like that's that's your opinion right. so i don't know if i share that <laughs> Um, which is, you know, it's his, it's his opinion. It's his feelings. But Alvin Kamara seems like not lazy, but maybe just like, like he's just like a chill and maybe he puts, I don't know if he puts off that vibe, but it seems to me like he just goes with whatever. I know we had a really good friend who wasn't lazy, but he was so mellow on the, on the soccer field that it pissed me off. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I knew he wasn't lazy, but I was like, kind of the body language thing we talked about with JG. I was like, will you just act like. Just act like you want to like, show care. some passion. Yeah. <laughs> like when he showed passion, it was awesome. I loved it. Yeah, but it was it was very rare. Um, but yeah, it's, it's and it, he wasn't lazy. He was probably a harder worker than I was. Mm-hmm. But um, he definitely uh, he definitely had this just very mellow, and he kind of actually his personality. The little I know about Alvin Kamara kind of reminds me of of him. So that's funny you say that. But and a lot of people were just like. Oh, he's shining bad light on the university. I was like, the university that hired Butch Jones, and, and that's another thing is, if he's speaking truth, it's, he's not shining a bad light on the university. The university is shining a bad light on the university, right? Yeah, the if uni- it's true. The if university it, if what he's that, that true. hired the guy, the university that kept the guy in charge, and if fans know about it, the university knows about it, right? And if they just let it happen, that's on them. Yeah, and that's it, not Chris Weather's fault, right? And, and another, like the only. Again, I'm not like issue. Probably is not the right word that I'm taking with it. The only, I guess, concern I have, um, the title non stuff. Why do you ask a player that, a former player that he isn't involved in that? Yeah, it just seemed like a question that should not have been asked. Uh, kind of put Chris in a tough spot to answer it. Um, I feel like maybe he probably felt like he had to answer, and yeah. um, probably it seems like he may he didn't apologize. He didn't necessarily apologize for that because um, he did say all I said was what I knew about. It. I didn't say the guy was did it or didn't. I just said what I knew about it. Um, which is fair. He did. That, that is right. I just, it's a weird thing to ask. A guy who's, it's not his concern. It's not him. It's not him. 
Um, he did go on the Swain event today, and, and he apologized, I guess, for saying for doing things that people didn't want him to do necessarily, but he didn't apologize for doing it, which is fine. I don't necessarily think you have to. Yeah, you don't have to apologize if, if that's what you think. I mean, yeah. that's. I don't think there was anything. I don't think you slandered it. From what I could tell, it didn't seem like you slandered anybody. Did you maybe say some things that people didn't um, that trusted you to know that they trusted you to know it, and um, they you know probably didn't want you sharing with the world? Yeah, maybe, and that that's fine. You may have, in their opinion, wronged them, but you, I don't think it's necessarily if you didn't lie, um, if you didn't you know per, deceive someone to make them feel. I don't necessarily think you. You don't need to apologize. apologize. Yeah, no. I, I didn't. I didn't think there was anything in the interview that came out to me that was like, "Yeah, he needed to apologize for that." Yeah. I didn't think there was anything like that. Yeah, the th- the thing that killed me was just like, "Yeah, they shot a bad light on the university." I'm like, "Dude, they hired him." Oh, they did. They did not. They didn't hire him. They hired Dave Hart, who hired him. <laughs> they and they hired him. I mean, they, they <laughs> yeah, had to. Yeah, they have they, to they check. Had, they have to check the box. Right. At the end of the yeah, day. they signed the paycheck. So. Yeah, it was. I was just like. But I think this is a perfect example because I, I literally thought Vol Twitter was just going to have a civil war on, on Twitter yesterday. <laughs> um, but I, I think... I was kind of surprised at the split. I, I was. Because I thought... I thought a lot of people would side with the players that were coming out after Chris Weather. Yeah. Um, I, was, I was a little surprised. I think, more, I think you find out more people uh, wanna, want the rumors. <laughs> oh, Yeah. Which again, like you said, a lot of it, most people knew it was kind of confirmed. Like, oh, I heard this, and right. then kind of confirmed it. Yeah. Um, if he was spilling dirt, th- I guess he wasn't there in sixteen. I have a question about something that happened in two thousand sixteen that I've heard from people I trust <laughs> that I want to know if it's true. Mm-hmm. We can talk about it after the show. Okay. I, I I don't necessarily need to share it out here, but I want to know if it's true. But I, I think <laughs> that's that's a perfect example. Like this whole like tearing ball Twitter apart is, is a perfect example of like. We shouldn't bring up the Butch Jones era. It just brings it brings a toxic environment, just like he put in that program. I uh, I had a tweet last last July, maybe the July before, um, when Last Chance You came out, and mm-hmm. I said I have a feeling that Butch Jones and Jason Brown are a lot alike. And what's funny is in the Chris Weather interview, he talks about one of the threats he always had was like, "I'm gonna send your ass back to Dallas." That's all Jason Brown like really threatened him with. Oh yeah, he's like, "I'm gonna send your ass back to wherever you came from." So I was like, Bobby oh, that's Bruce. funny that I said that. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I was like, oh, well, they are a lot alike, I guess. Yeah. Um, so that, I was like, ah, oh, right, spot on, Caleb. You didn't get that one wrong. But I, I think if we could just stop talking about it and bringing it up, I think it's going to help a ton. I mean, you remember it. Always <laughs> remember. Never never forget. <laughs> never forget where we were at and where that program was in, in shambles. Right. Um, I did, and it, it was – it, it was a program that, like, you didn't know it was that bad until the 2016 team left. I'll say this. I do want to keep talking about how bad of a job he did specifically. We don't have to talk about the players. So people don't forget. I I don't think – I have a feeling Butch Jones is laughing, selling his $2.5 million, $3 million house, whatever it was, cutting up his, like, 500000 a month paycheck from Tennessee, cutting, cutting his five hundred. I don't – I don't know. I think he seems like a conceited jerk, so I don't have a problem with bad mouthing him. Oh no, I but I'm good with letting the player. You know what? Yeah, but what I, happened I'm just the, saying, like it it makes everything so toxic when we talk about Butch Jones because people get mad and you know, and, and not necessarily. I don't necessarily think they're mad at Chris Weather. I think they're mad because all that stuff is is it's even happening, or all that stuff happened. Right. Um. So I I, I don't know. I, I think we should just try to. 
you remember the Butch Jones. You remember the the stupid sayings, the terrible in-game decisions, the stupid haircut, the stupid <laughs> excuses about everything. Um, and just like praise the man above that we're past that. Right. Absolutely. And we have somebody who's just bald. <laughs> like he doesn't need some stupid haircut that they give away at great clips. <laughs> but, oh, man. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think... I'm, I like Chris Weather. I mean, he came on our show. Yeah, I, I feel like, like he, he did a good job um, on our show. It, and go listen to the Fox Sports Knox if you're going to agree with it or not. Because um, I didn't agree with everything. Agree it in the right word, but like everything I heard necessarily in it. Because some of it I'm like... But I think you need to go listen to it. It's good. It's out there. Might as well go inform yourself and listen. Um, it is entertaining because you do hear a lot of good stories. So I'll give that to Chris. Um, but I think you need to go listen to it. Um, it's definitely interesting to say the least. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's, that, that's all. I don't know. I don't, I don't have anything else for the interview. No. I mean, it was. It is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have Chris Weather back. I'll have. First off, we'll have any Vol that wants to come on here. Yeah. Come on. Um, so come back on anytime you want, Chris, come back on any ball if you want. Um, if you want to come on and tell us how much you hate Chris Weather now, I'm not saying we'll agree with you, but if you want to, <laughs> we'll let you, um, that's fine. Uh, Sam Bell said, what's up is Catfish and Billy in here. They're not, make sure you check out their show. Their show's kind of been bouncing around. Um, so I'm not sure what their times are. Yeah. Um, but that reminds me also check out, um, uh, Jarnell Stokes, um, Alexis Born Horn. Hornbuckle. Hornbuckle. I almost said born huckle. <laughs> Hornbuckle. Uh, also check out uh, Picked Off. I think that's Tuesdays and Thursdays. Just uh, follow us on Twitter. Well, follow Volunteer Roadshow on Twitter and more important issues on Twitter, uh, Facebook, YouTube, wherever you're at, and you'll see the live videos pop up when they, whenever they are. Uh, make sure you check out all the shows that Volunteer Roadshow's got. Plenty and new ones coming soon. Yeah. So keep an eye out for that. What's up, Aaron Ross? Good to see you back on, man. You're probably going to be pretty sad when Maryville football doesn't have a season. <laughs> Sorry. Is that going to be like their first time or first time not even playing in a state championship in 20 years? Probably. <laughs> the only thing that could keep uh, Maryville from winning st- or playing in a state championship was the uh, was a pandemic. That's it. It's sad. It is. Very sad. Um, so let's. Let's talk about high school football real quick. Because yeah, I, so I think the, we, well, we have some questions. Do we want to answer those real quick? Um, I don't have any questions. No questions. Any questions? Drop them in the chat. We're going to talk about some high school football as TWSAA. They didn't make any uh, definite decisions, so I was joking about the no high school football. Um, they were contingency plans kind of based around the uh, governor's order, what happens when it expires, stuff like that. There's still, there's really nothing decided today. That was, uh, no. they did decide on girls' soccer contingency plan, but full disclosure, they spent two minutes on it, and I don't know what the plan is because they did not spend a lot of time. They were like, this, this, all right, good. Pass, pass, perfect. Cool. It was like, oh, thanks, guys. for Thanks for being really concerned about how this worked. Killed it. Um, so I think think we're set to start September 7th as our first game. Maybe our first practice. Um, so, So, yeah. it, did they decide? The the football plan is the it's, option two, right? Well, I think they're going to probably looks like that. I don't think they decided. I think if they do, it's going to go with the hybrid plan, which is, I think, option two. Yeah, so that's option that, three. that was eight regular season games, and then they're the two, the top two teams in the region, the region winner and the region runner up, go to the playoffs. So instead of thirty-two teams in the playoff, there's sixteen. Gotcha. Gotcha. So that, I don't that'll, we'll that'll be interesting. Yeah, I mean, it will be because there's some teams that you know get hot. Yep. I mean, I, I think Central a couple of years ago they uh, wouldn't have they wouldn't have got in. I think Central this year they may have gotten in, but they were a lower seed. Central, uh, not the year they won the state championship, the, their first. 
the year before that though, I think they were like a six and fourteen going yeah. into the playoffs yeah. and went to the semifinals. And yeah, they beat Fulton. They beat Fulton and then lost to Catholic. Maybe is that what it was? And Catholic a couple years ago Catholic. had a bad record and yep. they turned it on and won a state championship. Yeah, so you're right. Teams definitely get hot. Um, and, and you know what? It, it is kind of part of the game too. Um, in terms of just how it, you know, it's part of the season. Like you're not necessarily granted the season you always were. There were probably a couple teams a few years ago that when Pal forfeited their season, they probably they probably put them in the playoffs. So they probably were expecting to hang up the pads week ten. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they're playing again. Yeah. So I don't know if they advanced past the first round or anything. I don't know how it played out. But I'm sure there was at least there had to at least be one team on the edge that got bumped in because of that. Right. So um Aaron Ross said they don't always play in the state. Okay. I was exaggerating. I realized that. But pretty much. Thirty eight to nothing to Oakland in the semis in two thousand eighteen. Eighteen had to be was there another time, Aaron? I don't know. I I'm trying to remember. I keep up with Maribel. I think I think everybody in East Tennessee keeps up with Maribel. Yeah. Um, winning his program in Tennessee. Yeah, because it, it, I think every, I think everybody uh, at least respects George Quarles. I don't know. I've never met anyone who's been like, dude, George Quarles is a dick. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm, there's like I'm high school. There's high school football coaches that are good coaches around East Tennessee that you'll meet people that went to school there or played them or have watched their program for a long time. They're like, man, I hate that guy. I've never heard anyone say that about George Quarles. And dude, I really like Derek Hunt. I do like Derek Hunt. I met him once. Great guy. Um, and he seems to be kind of doing his own thing too, while also you know kind of keeping the tradition. Yeah, so, that's cool. Yeah, I like I like what's going on at Maryville. Um, I mean, I think if anybody could send their kids to Maryville City Schools, I think they would. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I think they would. Let's talk about the the basketball. I was about to say we almost skipped over the bas- basketball team. Yeah, they returned, and you don't like you don't you don't you're not bu- speaking of hype. You're not bought into the pawns returning yet. I'm not. I'm not because. <laughs> I thought I thought Bone was coming back too, and it didn't. That's fair. Happen. I think that decision came down to a lot more than just basketball, though. I do. Yeah, and I I think Pons is like if he's drafted, he's gone. If not, then he's coming back. I mean that that's I think that's the only two things that can happen. I think the it's October sixteenth is the draft. Okay. Seventeenth, sixteenth, seventeenth. I feel like that. So what's going to be the rule? Do you know with NCAA what's going to be the rule then? Like and how they return because that means. They would have already started practicing with their college teams if they don't know yet. If, if if they don't get drafted, they can come back to school. Period. If they get drafted and opt not to go, or is it you're drafted to go? I think if, if it's drafted, you have to go. Okay, gotcha. That's interesting. And so I guess he'll have to decide before that date if he's even going to put his name in. Because he's going to he he's going to get drafted. I think. Well, I mean, the the thing with him is like, even if he wanted to come back to school, if he got drafted and wanted to come back to school, I mean, how much are you? How much is Pons gonna improve his game over a year and, and be like? He's gonna have to be like a twenty point scorer, and I just don't see that out of him. Right. I, I don't think he improves his stock up from a a second round to a first round. I just don't see that in one year. Yeah, I mean, I I think if you're, I mean. Especially with the NBA draft, where it's just two rounds. If you're a drafter, I think you got to go. Yeah. Um, and then I think I think the thing about Pawns, I think he's just going to wow a lot of people with his athleticism, and that's all pro scouts buy into anymore is how high can you jump, how fast can you run. He's going to freak people out. Oh yeah. Especially when a workout when there's no one else around to contest him, and he's just putting his freaking head in the rim. Yeah, he's going. Yeah, when they get a, a seven footer, try to do like a. Uh... A jump hook over him, and he jumps out of and grabs it with one hand and pulls it down. Yeah, that's going to be like, yeah. oh my god, <laughs> right? Yeah, can, no, you, he, can you throw the ball in the hoop? Is is that 
can you do that? If I you mean, can, then, hey, you're hired. Yeah, you're going yeah, to be good. And he seems like he can. He just needs some more confidence. Dude, did you, the ticket looked like he got a little bigger. But here's the thing I was about to say. I need to – can't leave out because I don't think he gets enough credit like the football strength conditioning coaches do. Mm-hmm. Garrett Mendenwald, though, he's been here, I think, all, the entire time with Rick Barnes, and the, he has. And the dude does a phenomenal job. I realize guys like Pons have always looked like freaks, but – I mean, you're talking about guys. John Fulkerson's bulked up a little bit, as much as he pro- his body will allow, probably. Yeah. Um, you're talking about guys like, I mean, Devontae Gaines desperately needed to gain some weight. Uh, Josiah looked like he saw a little transformation in his first year. Yeah. I mean, and, th- and then when you look at guys, and I think Grant and uh, Admiral are always going to be a little bit of anomalies because their work ethic's so much higher than everyone else's. Mm-hmm. But still, it, it, you needed the right program to work under, and, yeah, and he provided that. Yeah, and I like seeing the new guys. You saw some Keon Johnson, Corey Walker, yeah. Jaden Springer, EJ Anasicki. Um, Keon Johnson is apparently the best player in the gym right now. That's what I've heard. It's the rumor. I'm telling him, you the rumor. I heard Victor Bailey is up there too. It's, that's the rumor. Keon uh, Johnson and Victor Bailey starting. Who would have thunk it? Dude, what if we don't have basketball? <laughs> we have to have basketball. Right. Wear mask. Wear mask during the game for all I care. Yeah, for real. Because <laughs> this could be the year. If Pons comes back, if you have Pons and EJ Anasicki, and I'll say it, Fulkerson, I don't like it, but I'll say it, Fulkerson. I mean, and then you talk RCC, about baby. if Keon Johnson's the best player in the gym right now, and he's he's playing against the guys that we've seen, I feel pretty good about that. Yeah, and if so, if that, he's going to be top five in the SEC. So, so last year, you beat Kentucky. Yeah, I mean, and you you get three guys that are better than the guys you had last year. And sign me up. Let's buy our final four tickets, man. <laughs> Let's get it. My golly, dude. We need to make it past the Sweet 16 first. Ooh, that's going to piss me off. So we were talking about that the other day, how this could be our best basketball team and basketball might get canceled. Yeah, that's... Okay, that's here's, here's what we're going to do. Um, we're going to preemptively... Take our names. We we care about the health of our student athletes and the health of others. We're gonna go ahead and withdraw our name from the NCAA final. Um, we'll call it the tournament just for fun, uh, like Duke did. Yeah. Just so you know that. Oh yeah, we got it. <laughs> oh man, that'll be so sad. So stupid. What about what if football? Because like you're probably not playing the college football playoff this year, even if you have a season. What if like we go freaking ten and two, eleven and one? And you, you're like, all right, if they win that SEC championship game, they would go to the college football playoff. And oh, fun fact, we're not. Since there's no out-of-conference games, we're not playing the college football playoff. Oh, you best believe I'm claiming it. <laughs> I'm claiming everything. Alabama's already claimed it in case that happens. Okay? <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. And so is UCF. If there's not a season, they got shirts already made. Right. That that kind of seems like the thing, though, that would happen to Tennessee. Like, we shouldn't we shouldn't be 11-1 and this year. We shouldn't be. But if it was going to be a year, it would be this year. Oh, yeah. 2020. No, what we'll do is we'll go freaking 10 and 0 in SEC play if they move to 10 conference games. <laughs> That's exactly what will happen. I don't want to think about it. I'm, I'm going to make you think about it. When I'm going to send you text every night. Please like, hey, what if Tennessee went 11 and 1? What if they went 10 and 0 in Dude. SEC play? It'd be fun. I consume so much alcohol. Yeah, I mean, I think you need to. <laughs> I think it's something you had to do. It's part of the requirements. Because, like, the first one, 
the first one's always always the wildest, but if you win, you got to keep doing it. Right. Yeah. So no, there's no doubt. You want to get to our new segment? Yeah, I do. Uh, so I, th- I don't know if I said the name of it. Um, so this is our new segment. It's called Florida Man. Um, it's just going to be, you know, the, you all know. Everybody knows. Everybody knows the articles. Florida Man. Yeah. Florida Man kills iguana with steak knife. Whatever. You know, some crazy headline. That's not my headline for the day. But that probably, I made that up actually on the spot, but that's probably a headline that you would see accompanied with Florida Man or Florida Men. Um, I'm going to post, let's see if I can get this picture up. Um, I've got a great picture of some, um, beautiful, beautiful Florida men. Um, let's see if I can get it here. Yeah, it's, it's a beautiful picture. Um, they are, uh, they wear, they might be wearing jorts. Uh, it cuts it off. Yeah. I Um, I think there's a, it's probably fair to assume. I would assume there are jorts. Um, I will give them credit. Great beer selection in the Natty Light. Good uh, game day. I assume they're in a game, but they're also in Florida, so you never know. Um, <laughs> they're just walking to Walmart. Yeah. They, they could be doing God knows what on Daytona Beach. Um, yeah, but this is our new segment called Florida Man, um, or in this case, Florida Men. I, I'll say this. That's the worst knockoff jersey I've ever seen uh, in the back left corner here uh, in that guy or girl. Um, yeah, that's pretty bad. That person might be gender fluid. That looks like um, a SCLSU. <laughs> it, is that a Bobby, Bobby Boucher's? <laughs> yeah. I want one of those jerseys. I want one of those helmets. Did you see where somebody oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. did, like, I think they did mini helmets. Yeah. I'd buzz those. What, what's your Florida Man headline for today? Also, share us. So, like, you know, if you follow closely with the news stuff, um, share us any of the uh, the Florida Man headlines you've seen. I, I saw ones. where they're trying to get rid of that. They're trying to get Florida to stop doing that. So I think what we're gonna have to start doing is looking up um, state man. Oh, okay. J- same thing, just replace state. The word Florida, Florida and state are synonymous. Yeah. Gotcha. So this one says a Florida man got hot and heavy with a frozen toy. Interesting. <laughs> Shove in the ER or something in his butt? <laughs> no. <laughs> so uh, can we re- we can read their names. They're in jail for doing this stupid <laughs> stuff. So Cody Christopher Meter. Allegedly had his way with a stuffed snowman, Olaf, from the popular Disney flick. Oh, when you said frozen, I thought you meant like he stuck it in the freezer. Oh, no. It's like, I need this to be, you know, hard. (laughs) And cold. Yeah, of course. That's what everybody wants. But no, it was Olaf. God, what the gross... I mean, I get it. Watching that thing sing might get you excited, but come on, man. This is kind of graphic. I don't know if I should. Yeah, don't read it all. Um, Just give us the the cliff notes. But, so he he gets done with his doll, puts it back on the shelf, and then starts dry-humping a stuffed unicorn. In front of people? In Target. In St. Petersburg. (laughs) That is awesome. I'm trying to imagine where he got seen. I would have never picked Target. I would have picked Walmart, probably. Or Kmart. Big Lots seems like a possibility. Yeah. That's insane. Wow, that's not a, mine is not as good as that. How long ago was that? So I picked one from this week. To be fair, it was it was December seventh of the of two thousand nineteen. Okay, not that long ago. No, it's pretty. He was pretty new. He remains free on one hundred fifty dollar bond. That seems like a low bond for a guy dropping a unit. <laughs> and keep that man in jail forever. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna go into any more details. I'll tell you later, but. Um, I got man or I don't have a name. I'm sorry. Uh, oh, I do. Timothy cannot pronounce that. Gogic, Gogica, 
Gajka, um, he was arrested for reckless driving, trying to scare kids. So he was arrested for child neglect, DUI, and possession of marijuana. He was pulled over in Okaloosa County. Obviously, those two things are terrible. That's not really the point I want to make. So he's pulled over, and I, at some point in this traffic stop, he tells the officers that he was just trying to scare the kids. They were acting terrible, and he, like he was just trying to scare them. Which I'm assuming his incredible, just intelligent line of thinking is like, this officer will understand where I'm coming from. Like, oh, yeah. like an officer showed up to like investigate child, you know, like child abuse charges. He's like, I was just spanking my kid. He's expecting the same thing. Like they're being shitheads. I'm trying to scare them straight. Yeah, sir, you have had 15 beers in the last two hours. <laughs> like that's not okay. I, I'm just. Try- He's like, officer, you understand. You have kids. I'm trying to scare him. You, you do this. We do this all the time. Throw him in the back seat. Drive him around the neighborhood a couple times. Maybe on the interstate once. You get it, right? Yeah. Strap him to the hood. <laughs> like, what in the world? What in the world is going through? A f- it's Florida. Yep. It's Florida. There, there were some good Tennessee headlines. Um, I thought about maybe adding to this. You might have to do some more research, but maybe Florida man and Alabama woman, because there are some Alabama woman fantastic headlines. Hmm. Yeah, there's some good ones. I haven't read many of those. Yeah, they're not as popular um, as the Florida ones. Um, they mostly involve Walmart. Most of the incidents happen at Walmart. God bless. Yeah. It's pretty great. No, no story as great as the uh, breakup that you told last uh, last episode, but... Oh, God. Oh, my Lord. James Priest said he's in Kingsport, Tennessee. Nice. Good, good to have some Tri-Cities people in here. Yeah. I'm up in John City all the time, man. JC. It's not Kingsport, but Tri-Cities. You get it. Yeah, you get it. Um, stupidity's an epidemic. Stupidity. I got one. So uh, a girl made a TikTok, and it's it's some song where if you clap, it does it like puts a thing in a category. Uh-huh. So her category is best players, best basketball players ever. This is her list: number one, James Harden; number two, Kawhi Leonard; number three, Allen Iverson; number four, Kevin Durant; number five, LeBron. Six, Magic Johnson. Seven, Kobe. Eight, Shaq. Who is number one? James Harden. I'm like... <laughs> somebody tweet, tweeted, was just like, can we cancel TikTok forever? <laughs> well, the president's trying to, so... Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. It's possible. Um, my first one is uh, the people who Barshall tweeted this, not even a mask and stop PDA. The two people at a bar in Ocean City, Maryland, making out with mask on. Which I guess they weren't making out. Um, did you see that? No, that video? I didn't. Uh, I don't have the video. Uh, I'll see if I can find it. I mean, they are going at it with masks on. With mask on, they were not holding back. It was not sense. even with mask on. It was not a kid friendly scene. That doesn't make any sense. I, I'm very confused. Very confused. So uh, my next one is Antonio Brown. Did he retire? Retire. He retired. He did all this work to come back. and Was he going to sign with Tampa? Was that the thought? I don't know. But it, this is what he tweeted. It is time to walk away. I done. Everything in the game. At this point, the risk is greater than the reward. Thank you, everyone, who've been part of this journey. I sincerely thank you for everything life goes on, 84. I'm just like... What? Why? Why do all that work to come back? Why do videos of you working out with hel- your your old helmet on? Right. 
and and then just say you're you're walking away. Did did no one want to sign you, and that's why you're just like I'm gonna go. With that's probably the right. Answer. I'm walking away. Yeah, it I'm was gonna, my choice. No, no one wanted to sign you because like, you're a freaking head case. Did you see the tweet about? Um, so someone tweeted like, "Who's the best athlete in the world?" Wrong answers only. And I was like, the guy on my high school football team that quit because the coach hated him. <laughs> yeah. Like those guys were like, I just, I didn't play because coach hated me, so I quit. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's it. Yeah. Has nothing to do with your inability to even see a tackle and try yeah try to make one if you start a story off like oh did you play sports in high school if you start off with i i did but my me and my coach didn't get along like you weren't good at sports (laughs) that was fact i can't find the video to show you um so i'm going to hold off um my next one though and i meant to mention it when we did recruiting because first andy first andy now the Vols may have lost another key recruiter. <laughs> this dude's such a moron. It's so sad, dude. I hate to see good recruiters leave. Uh, Matt Daniel, rip. Rip. Um, he has been an eight-plus-year season ticket holder, a donor to the University of Tennessee, and, and even coaches have come up to him and said that we need all the help we can get, which I want to say is probably true. Like it, In terms of, like, he was probably at an event, and he said something like, yeah, I made graphics for Tennessee, and – the coach was not going to be a dick to his face. He's probably like, yeah, man, we need all the help we can get. In his head, he's probably like, yeah, you're a fucking douche. <laughs> yeah, and then he was just like, yeah, I'm with Tennessee. He probably didn't say it. If he's really a donor, then he's probably been to events and has probably met coaches and shake, shook their hands. No, if he's a donor, he gives a donation for his season tickets. That's what well, that, I give. And him. maybe that's what he means. I, I don't know. But if that's real. But now he's all offended because Clay Bowling, Bollinger, Bollinger yeah. um, DM'd him and was like, quit doing this shit. And it was uh, I I don't know what the link was it was to a Rakeem Jarrett tweet, um, and then six months later, uh, DM him again and said don't tweet at me. So I don't know what that I want to I kind of I'm curious what that other tweet was that um, invoked a don't tweet at me. Yeah, <laughs> I want the drama. DM the drama. 15, 16, 17 year old that's creepy kids man. and creepy. you're mad that somebody cussed at you on on Twitter. <laughs> really? That's what you're worried about? Oh, dude, he's a weird dude. Holy, fella. Yeah, that's. I don't know. What in your right mind? And all he's done is help promote the program in a positive way on Instagram and Twitter. Hey, speaking of stupidity, Chad still owes me money from the Super Bowl, so I'm gonna call him. Is that okay with you? (laughs) You gonna call him on the show? Yeah. Okay. Because I want everybody to know that he owes me forty (laughs) dollars. I forgot about this till just now again. I forgot about it until. Hey, Caleb. Hey, man, you're on the you're on the show, so you're being recorded and live. I want you to know that. What's up? Hey, um, you know you still owe me forty dollars from the Super Bowl. Yeah, I know. <laughs> okay, I just wanted everybody that listens to this to know that. Um, so yeah, I, can, I know. I'm gonna use my platform to publicly shame you. I think I currently have maybe seven dollars in my bank account. All right. Well, um, so you need thirty three. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Landon, can I borrow $33? Hey, are those people are working you to death in Nashville. They can't pay you. Uh, it's an well, internship, Caleb. Because I'm irresponsible with my money, I just give it all to a third party. Your mom? And, so I, I can't touch it. <laughs> well, you just say that your money goes in your mom's bank account for us. My money goes into my mom's bank account. <laughs> uh, you know what? Uh, if I would... Gladly do that because I'm terrible with my money too. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna publicly shame you for um, for a while because I just I, forty dollars will you know it'll take it'll be a it'll be a night out drinking. So yeah, yeah, I'm gonna publicly shame you. 
Shame. Here's the good well, news. I, I, I deserve it. So, uh, thanks for going through all my old tweets and seeing that my, <laughs> I t- tweeted that screenshot of <laughs> my mom's text Dude. and that's what reminded you. <laughs> I was legit looking for a video of UGA Ray going to in the, uh, what, what was it? It makes, it makes me sick. He's off his rocker lately. He's like, I thought he was already off the. Like off the deep end, but he's gotten even worse. Or he's just throwing footballs in his backyard. <laughs> I tried to go Instagram live with him, but he wouldn't let me. <laughs> Landon won't let me have him on. No, I do not want him on the show. No, no way. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna do an interview with him by myself. Will you guys have Andy on? <laughs> I don't think he's blocked me on all of my accounts on Twitter. <laughs> even your burner? Yeah, especially my burner. <laughs> I've got ways though. I found that video of him doing the Rocky, or I put in the Rocky theme song. Oh, that was you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll send you the gif I made of him too. I got a good gif. Oh no. All right, man. Well, I love you, even though you, even though I'll have to, you know, cut your hand off or whatever loan sharks do. <laughs> All right. All right, man. Well, I'll get it to you. Hey, hey, hey! I'm gonna call you after. Are you gonna be free in like 30 minutes? Sure. All right. I'll call you in a minute. All right. All right. Bye. Bye. That's Chad Mitchell. I love him. He's actually been on the show before. He has been on the like show. Like for a whole show. Yeah, that was cramped. <laughs> it was. He's a big dude. He's a big dude. We need to have him back on. For, um, that's actually, you know what? We just kind of have a segment where we call Chad and just talk crap to him. Yeah, we should. we should. It's easy to talk crap to Chad. Yeah. Um, I have one more stupidity. And it's Jared Carabas, who he's he's with Barstool. I don't remember what show he actually does. It's Maybe the, the starting nine. One. Yeah, something like that. It's one of the baseball um, but he's a big Red Sox fan, so... Of course. Mookie hit a home run the other night, Mookie Betts, who plays for the Dodgers. He signed a big contract. So that's where I'm getting. So Jared said, enjoy your 60 games with him, thinking he's coming back. Yeah, didn't he sign like a 6 7 Then he deal? signed a 13-year deal. 13 with years? With the Dodgers. 380 million? 382. 380 million? Is that what it was? Yeah, uh, 380 million, yep. How much guaranteed? Do you have it? That uh, three hundred and eighty million dollars. I want everyone. I want everyone to go into an Excel sheet, and I want you to put in three hundred eighty million dollars, and I want you to try to spend it like legitly. Like, I want you to buy whatever house you houses you want to buy, whatever cars you want to buy, and be realistic. Because like I could spend three hundred eighty million dollars if I needed to. Yeah. But I want you to be realistic in it. Like, how many houses could you need? Could have you know blah blah. You're not even gonna touch three hundred eighty million. No, no way. If I was like tasked with spending it, I could. That would. That's. Not, I could buy. You could buy a ton of houses with it. But like you know, three or four houses in different countries. Buy your own effing island. You're not gonna spend three hundred eighty million dollars. No, it's a lot. There's no chance. It's insane. Yep. So Dude, it, good for him though. So his his it's combined with his one year deal. So it's thirteen years, three hundred ninety two million dollars. So why did the uh, why did why did the Red Sox let him go? Is it a cap issue? What was it? I don't. I didn't. I didn't even know he was gone from the the Red Sox. Like a couple days ago. I don't really know what. I don't even think Red Sox fans <laughs> knew. Understand? It. Like that was their best player. That's crazy. It's wild. Good for him though. So the Dodgers should be uh, a team to kind of look out for, right? Yeah, they're they're probably they're one of the favorites to win the World Series. Yeah. That yeah, I mean that definitely makes sense. Guy's crazy, dude. That's all I got though. Yeah. Um. I'm trying. Sorry, I'm trying to look up guaranteed before we get off here because I, I'm gonna go with it. it's an absurd amount of money. Yeah, it's a lot. 
that he probably got on day one. Where does all that money come from in baseball? Because aren't they, like, apparently hurting for money? Or they're hurting for fans, but there's no... The money's getting bigger and bigger. It doesn't make sense. Well, most of the... Most of the owners are just rich, like... Yeah. Freaks that don't don't care. (laughs) That's true, I guess. Uh, So, it looks like 32 million is guaranteed. 16 of, of which is paid by Boston. Wow. It says that his contract's guaranteed. So, like, all of his money's guaranteed? I don't know what that means. It says he's. It says Betts is the only fourth guaranteed contract on the roster. The others are Max Muncy, AJ Pollock, and... Maybe it is. That's only three people. That's crazy. That is absurd. So, they have, like, two big-time... I don't know what Betts bats, but, I mean, that's two big-time bats on your team. With Bellinger and... Like, big time. Yeah, and then you got Kershaw. That, I'm about to go put money on them and win the World Series. I bet our odds are really good, though. Yeah, they are. So. Yeah, it's like them and the Yankees are like the top ones. What's Toronto going to do? The, I heard they're trying to have some of their games in Pittsburgh. Yeah, Pittsburgh apparently said no. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like, I have no clue what they're going to do. Was it Nashville? I guess. Do that, you know what? Do that. Weren't they, was it... But Nashville's like a hot zone, so... Yeah, I probably don't do that. Um, what team was it? Was it Tampa Bay that they were talking about a potential move to split the team between two cities? Yeah. Nashville and who? Who was the other city? Was it Montreal? Maybe. I don't know. That kind of sounds right. Yeah. That would, I feel like that would be a really lame deal. Yeah, that would, that would not be great. Yeah. I mean, you're basically on the road, road the entire time. Yeah, I don't think that'd be fun. Um, see, we talk about other sports besides just college football in here. It's just you know, primarily college football. That's that's. Oh, excuse me, guys. Give, I do appreciate you give the on, people though. what they want. Yeah, exactly. I know it's been a long episode, but uh, I think it's been fun. I've had fun. I hope you've had fun. Um, and uh, we'll be back on Sunday doing more position previews, um, talking about whatever's relevant. Keeping up with the the Kardashians, um, and that's what Chris Weather said it was like. So I guess that's kind of what our should we just rename our show? Keeping up with the Kardashians. I think there Since might be that's what some, Tennessee athletics is like. Some copyright stuff that we'd have to. We'll work on it. <laughs> we'll yeah. work on it. We can uh, we can call uh, Kim Kanye. <laughs> I was gonna go with the boyfriend that Rob. Was... No, uh, the dude, the Laker. Oh my gosh! Oh Lamar, Odom. Yeah, Lamar. We can call Lamar Odom with his permission. <laughs> um, but no, guys, go like, reshare, retweet this, all that good stuff. Um, make, make sure you follow, not just more important issues, but also Volunteer Roadshow. You'll find all the content on their Facebook and YouTube. Uh, so make sure you go check that out. And hey, we're on Instagram. I'm going to go live right before this to remind people to watch. We'll go live right after, and they can watch it later. Okay. Or not live, but post a video. Gotcha. We're trying to, I'm trying to get more. I'm not a big Instagrammer. You're not really either. Yeah, I'm not. I'm trying to get more into it. I'm trying, guys. I promise. Sometimes I'm like, oh, man, I haven't posted in like four months. I yeah. need to post something. <laughs> I haven't posted in so people don't at least think I'm a month. <laughs> two, almost two months. Yeah. So. Kind of grown out of it a little bit. I've never like even been huge into it. I mean, I've had it for, yeah. I've had, I have a lot of posts, but I've had it since like 2012. Right. So, I don't know. That's all we got. That's it. That's all I've got. Guys, go get your cigar. Because uh, yes. by October 23rd, is that 23rd is the the game's on the 24th. Okay, so yeah. Not, so yeah, by that that night you should have your cigar. You yeah. should already be talking yourself into a win. 
And if you don't have it, call me on the 23rd. We'll go to Smokey's together. Yep. So we got to bring the boat in and we out. We out.